let's think about what we learned on this show. We have asshole crows that fly in that carry Steve papers all the time. Right. Very insulting. We have people worried about socks. Yep. And Scott's favorite Jack's two-pack is Abe Knuckleball Shorts and Bobby Heenan. And we've got two listeners capable of time travel. Yes, exactly. It's been quite a show. We've been all over the board, but that's what we do in an hour and a half show. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made so separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 390 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? It's over 100 outside and I'm melting. And is it raining men? Hallelujah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about all that. I would accept rain. I don't know about raining men, but you know. (laughs) I would definitely take some rain. It's over 100 outside. As Randy always said, God bless air conditioning. Wait, which Randy? Randall Rigo. Oh, I thought you were talking about Randy Marsh on South Park. No, I wasn't talking about Randy Marsh or Randy Orton or Randy West. What about... <laughs> uh, nice job. I wouldn't dude. talk about him either. <laughs> what about my tag team partner, Randy? Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. He's an awesome dude. What are you talking about? He's a cool dude. I like him. He's a cool dude. He's awesome. Randy is great. No. Great people. Love he, Randy. He, love men named Randy. <laughs> Wait, no, that didn't sound <laughs> Wait, right. Wait, what? What? Yes, it is uh, getting warm-ish. Over here, it's in the 80s, so to us, that's sweltering. Oh, yeah. You guys are dying over there. Yes. Yes, feeling the heat. Pouring the buckets of sweat at 80 degrees. Pits are drenched. Yeah, you're like, man, we have to open a window. This sucks. <laughs> Dude, that's how I kind of felt. I was like, I don't want to open a window. <laughs> got my got the back door open back here. No. You, no. <laughs> For guys named Rand. What? No. Wow. Good Lord. Is that how this show's going to start today? <laughs> Look at you already coming out swinging, working blue. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or what a maneuver dot. Now, you can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to Fully Posable, WFP, at gmail.com. Scott, one quick thing. We sent over some questions along with the help of Ring Skirts over to Ryan Buds for Trivia with Buds podcast this week. Ooh, like, uh, like Ryan's playing his own game? Well, we sent some questions. Ring Skirts and I sent some questions over to Ryan Buds for wrestling action figures trivia. Oh, excellent. Okay. So you can all hear that on Trivia with Buds. You can find that on all of your platforms for streaming podcasts. It's fun, quick, 
10 or 11 questions. I'm trying to remember what it was. Nate and I whipped up, sent over to Ryan Buds. It's a lot of fun. I'm curious how many you guys get. That's awesome. And any and all support you can throw Ryan's way, definitely do it. He's a great guy. It was awesome meeting him back in, what was that, Jeff, 2017? Late 2016? Yeah. Yeah, 2017. We went to LA for the pay-per-view. We got to stop by Ryan's house when he was living in LA and uh, met him and his family. Beautiful family. Got to do some trivia with him. Uh, Just had a blast. And he's a fellow collector, loves wrestling figures. So any, like I said, any and all support you can throw Ryan's way. Ryan Buds, hell of a dude. Absolutely. Again, that's Trivia with Buds. You can find that on, on all podcasting platforms. All right, Scott, did you pick up anything recently? Uh, let's see. So you and I went to Stockton Con. Yeah. Well, we it was a day late, but still a lot of fun that Sunday. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so in terms of what I picked up, I wasn't going to. And you're like, dude, anytime you go to a toy show like this, or some type of con, walk out with something. And you were absolutely right. I don't know what it was, but you were making a lot of sense because I (laughs) really wanted that Batman hush figure from McFarlane. And retail on it's like 25, 20, 25 bucks, something like that. Dude was asking 30. So I came home with the Batman hush McFarlane. So what exactly is a hush Batman? So hush is uh, one of the storylines that was done in the Batman comics. Okay. Uh, Might have actually been a graphic novel. Uh, Anyway, Hush is one of the villains. And so it's a story about Batman facing Hush. And I won't go into any spoilers for those that haven't read it. But this is Batman inspired by that comic or graphic novel. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Absolutely love that figure. BBTS had it. And then they sold out right away. So BBTS is kind of my go-to, as everybody knows. I talk about them all the time. Um so I was kind of hemming and hawing, like, do I want to get it from GameStop? Then I was like, you know what? I'll just find it at retail. I'll pay the 25 bucks, whatever. So when the dude had it for 30, it wasn't too bad. And it was literally the only one in the building. Because you and I hit every single booth, looked at every McFarlane figure they had. This guy was the only one that had him. He only had one. So I was like, you know what? 30 bucks, I'm happy with it. So brought him home. And in addition to that, Jeff, as I've always said, the pile of loot feature at BBTS, it's like Christmas every three months. I got my pile of loot. Oh, and uh, what consisted of the toys in this pile of loot? It was literally a mixed bag. It was Indiana Jones. It was Batman. It was WWE. It was G.I. Joe. It was literally like a big box of 80s just got dropped off at my doorstep. It was fantastic. (laughs) Mixed bag. It's like our podcast. (laughs) It kind of is, yeah. You got a (laughs) cast of characters. You got other toy lines. You got poop jokes. We got trolls on Twitter, you know. Love it. As Steve Ozer says, the block feature is a great button. It really is. So if you're wondering what WWE items were in the box, because, you know, at the end of the day, we are a wrestling figure podcast. Got my Andre Ultimate in there. Oh, the, uh, and how do you like it? Well, here's me being perfectly honest. If we had, like a YouTube live going on. I could actually just unbox it and show everybody. I haven't actually cracked the box open. When I take that back, the box has been opened, but on top there's a layer of bubble wrap. I haven't even opened that part yet. Okay. Well, we have access to YouTube live now. We do. Yes. We know how to work it. And we're sorry for the one person that joined our live stream of testing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was us testing. And we'll get to why we were testing here in a little bit. Yes, yes, yes. But you can. It's just like a quick 
all right, well, I'm going to set up the camera, check out the figure, you know, we'll get you a, we'll get you an anal light ring, you know, just stuff like that, dude. Oh, to really highlight the features? Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> hey, dude, you missed a spot. <laughs> <laughs> I see you don't have a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> How much Taco Bell do you eat? Jeez, we all know that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, I haven't even taken the bubble wrap off the top yet. So to answer your question, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what I think about the Andre Ultimate yet. But if you'd like, we can kind of pause. You can do some ad lib. Okay. And I could wheel myself back, take off the bubble wrap, and pull out that Andre Ultimate. I also got the Johnny Knoxville Elite. I got that the, one too. Go ahead, sorry. The, the KO Elite. I didn't get that one. And the Mr. America Elite. I got that one. Did you get the variant? I, d- I honestly don't know. I'm trying to remember the variant. The variant was the head with the half mat. I'm trying to remember what the variant was. I know he was the variant in that series. I'm just trying to remember what it was. Got it. So I'm going to wheel myself back and I will pull out my WWE goodies. Okay. So you can ad lib. I will add. I will ad lib. So what was cool is I was really looking forward to going to Stockton con this past Saturday. And unfortunately Saturday did not happen due to a truck tipping over off of a uh, cliff. So, uh, yeah, that happened. But Scott and I did go Sunday to Stockton Con. Not only did we pick up toys and get a Sergeant Slaughter autograph, we'll get into that in a second, but we bought a bunch of cards off of this gentleman that was at Stockton Con. He had a bunch of old cards. He had them all labeled out by wrestler. I basically cleaned them out of Bret Hart except for one autograph there was one autograph brett he wanted 150 for it i can't remember the card i had to turn away because that's i just can't do it right now i'll get into that in a sec but anyways cleaned him out of bret hart also scott got a couple of road warrior cards from the guy and scott tell him about the road warrior cards that uh you picked up or i got you for at stockton con uh have them right here actually uh, let's see. Are they tops? Are they panini? Are they? They uh, okay. So the first one is tops. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a mismatched set. So it okay. looks like it's. I don't know if that's tops chrome. Some of the card is in foil. Okay. We're still uh, new to the card game, so we're not experts in any stretch of the imagination. Right. So one of the cards is Hawk. In their, it's the black tights, but it's got like a white border around the side like on the design on the side, and he's doing a clothesline. The other shot is Animal with the shoulder pads on. The red shoulder pads? Yeah, so it's not a matching... It's not really a matching set. If you were to put them side by side, you may not know that they're a tag team. But the other one you got me, I think this is tops. It's got Hawk standing on the second rope with the shoulder pads on, so it's pre-match. The other one is Animal standing in the ring with his shoulder pads on. And it looks like Hawk's getting down from the second rope. So this picture was literally taken seconds after the Hawk picture was taken. Nice. Yeah. And it's got um, WWE logo in the lower left. It's like that WWE Legends logo. Yep. And then at the bottom, it says Road Warrior Animal. The other one, Road Warrior Hawk. And it's kind of got like a, a comic blast around it in red. And the lettering is in yellow. So if mm-hmm. that tells anybody anything. But the card manufacturer is not listed on the front of the card. Unlike the other set. I also, as I was telling everybody, I cleaned the guy out of Bret Hart cards. Yeah, you did. You were literally I, like, how much for all of them? 
Well, basically, he had the $150 Bret Hart autograph. And yeah, I, as much as I wanted that, I just couldn't. That was just yeah. not. Yeah, that just wasn't happening. So anyways, uh, I just was basically telling him a quick little story about Stockton Con. We'll get into a little bit more of that in this, here in a sec. But you got your figures with you. I do. I do. I do. Uh, so the first up is the Kevin Owens. This is Elite Series 101. With the skull uh, cap? Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Oh, boy. Um, but, it, but it's good. Yeah. You know what? I'm really happy this thing comes with another head. <laughs> Are you going to open it? Yes. Yeah, this KO's getting opened. Okay. Got it. Yeah, that KO's going to get opened. I've got other KOs mint and packaged, so... This one, just for the sheer ridiculousness of it, is definitely getting open. Next up is Knoxville. And he's got his goggles with him. It's the the WrestleMania outfit he wore when he faced Sami Zayn. It does say first time on the line on there. (laughs) Dude, this figure. That head sculpt is really good. Yes. That's really good. He's He's rocking the gray hair. He's got the cape on. This, oh man. I don't know if I'm going to open this one. By the way, did you see Funko's coming out with a WWE Johnny Knoxville Funko? I did not see that. Just saying. Oh, man. Okay. And it's him basically in that 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 outfit. Okay. That might have to get considered. Uh, the next up is Mr. America. Is it the variant? I don't Chase? know which one the variant is. So I just looked it up. Yes. It's Hogan's mask is white and blue. Uh... Turn it to the camera. You did not get the chase. Oh, that's not the chase. That's not the chase. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's a blue mask with a white star in the middle. Right, 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 right. 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 <laughs> so what's the mask I'm looking for if I want the chase? I don't care either way, but just right. curious. But the mask that you would be looking for is a Stars and Stripes mask. It's red, white, and blue. It's blue on one side and stars, or excuse me, the stripes on the other side. It's red and white stripes on the other. Oh, okay. Got it. Dude, went to Walmart after I left your place after Stockton Con on Saturday, or excuse me, on Sunday. Uh Uh-huh. I went to two Walmarts. I stopped off at two Walmarts, Livermore and Pleasanton on the way home. I forget which one it was because I lost track of Walmarts, but one of them had a bunch of Elite Series 101, not one of those Hogan's was in there it was all the regular and they had dude rows and rows and rows of hogan's owens knoxville's just dude rows of them and no variant hogan wow he already got plucked huh if he uh, even was in the case i uh, i th- he probably was with okay. that many hogan's there there's a good chance that one of those cases had to have it um there was no sign of the new ruthless aggression because the eric bischoff figure is going for some bucks right now yeah uh tim at a chair shot on twitter was telling me that he's basically the king harley of the the elite flashback set yeah it's going for a couple bucks right now to say the least uh so andre i know a lot of people complain that he doesn't have the cloth singlet and you know what honestly with the ultimate edition i get the gripe okay explain well because it's an ultimate edition Uh Right. If it's an ultimate edition, if it's something like a a singlet, probably should be cloth. They've done cloth on Andre figures before. So I get the gripe. You're paying a premium for the figure. So I think you're kind of entitled to getting that 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 upgraded goods. Right. Which would be a cloth goods singlet. 
you know what? To everyone griping about this Ultimate Edition, you included, Scott, just remember one thing. That Optimus Prime died for her sins and we don't honor him on Prime Day like we should? Aside from that, that's actually a great point. No, it's not the Super 7 Ultimate. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> At least it's not that. <laughs> so if you guys are about to gripe about a cloth singlet, just pull up the Super 7 Ultimate and be like, oh, everything is right in the world. I can go back and calm my tits. Dude, and that's funny that you bring that up because we saw that Andre with the singlet. Like this exact Andre, but Super 7's version of it yeah. at the con on Sunday. Horrifying. It was like <laughs> looking at a picture of Buzz's girlfriend in Home Alone. <laughs> it was terrifying. Didn't like any bit of it. The extra heads, horrible. Now I can look at this ultimate and say, yes, Jeff, you're 100% correct. At least it's not Super 7 because every one of those heads is outstanding. This Andre has four heads total. That's insane. So you know what? For all the different expressions that you get, I will forgive Mattel easily, actually, for not giving us the cloth singlet. I'm just saying I get the gripe. I'm not griping myself. I love the inclusion of that T-shirt. However, that's not Andre's t-shirt when he was a heel. That is true. But you know what? If you've got an older Andre that's a face Andre, which, for the record, I do have the, the good Super 7, which was the original Andre that came out, which I really like. Okay. This shirt could go on that Andre. Okay. That's a good point. Or if you've got like an older Andre, like the one that came with the um, with the jacket that was the Amazon exclusive at one time, that shirt would go on that Andre. Okay. So, very forgivable. Uh, now let's get to the belt. Gorgeous. Yes. It's not a word I use on the show a lot, Jeff, but gorgeous. Yeah. It's damn near perfect, if not near, if not perfect. Yeah, I really, really like this Andre, dude. Um, man, you know what? Screw it. Let's play a rating game on these. Okay, you want to do points of articulation? Yeah, let's do okay. points of articulation. So I've already kind of sang all of the praises on them already. Uh, didn't really get into the Hogan. Hold on. I think I have the Andre. I can't remember if I got it. The ultimate Andre? Yeah. Do imp Talk about the Hogan. I think I know. Yeah. Okay. Talk about uh, who are you holding? Hogan. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Talk, talk about him. Okay. So yeah, I haven't talked about the Hogan yet. He's got Polly Pocket style feather boas. And my apologies to you that to you listeners that already have them that are like, dude, we know we've got the figure on the wall. Well, you can listen anyway. So he's got uh, feathers on him. They're Polly Pocket style. He's got the boas. He's got a weight belt. He's got an extra head with the mask pulled up, extra set of hands, red, white, and blue. Looks like he's got a soft goods tearaway shirt as opposed to the Elite that we're going to get to later that has a poly pocket style, but this one looks to be cloth. Uh, overall, really, really good Mr. America figure. And as it says on the box, first time in the line, nowhere on here does it say Hulk Hogan. Oh, no, but they went and gave it away on the back. Damn it. Yep, because they say he's from Venice Beach. They say that his finisher is a leg drop. And while that may not give him away, <laughs> career career highlights, WWE champion and world tag team champion. Come on, guys. Play along. <laughs> Mr. America never won a title. Now you're just tipping your hand. All right, so I have my Andre with me. Uh, by the way, points of articulation, what do you give that Hogan? On um, the Hogan, you know what? I love having a Mr. America finally. The inclusion of the extra head with the mask pulled up, which was the big, like, Wink to the crowd. The reveal. The big reveal. Dude, this one's pretty nice. Um, 
I don't know if I'm going to open this one either. <sighs> you know what? Points deducted for not giving us feather boas. Okay. Cloth feather boas that they're Polly Pocket style. Um, minor gripe, right? Uh, let's see. Mr. America, Elite 101, 8.2. Okay. I was at a 7.4. Okay. What don't and- you like about it? I don't know, man. It's just, it, it's cool. Like, finally, we got our Mr. America figure because we were supposed to get it from Jax. Jax was supposed to give us one, yeah. And they kind of hinted at it earlier. When I say they, Mattel kind of hinted at it with a Build-A-Figure type thing. Yes. Um, But it, I don't know. There's, it didn't hit me like I thought it was going to hit me. And I'm just kind of. Or are you just th- mad you didn't find the variant? No, I'm, you know me, dude. I don't care if I get variants. Yeah, I don't care either. Yeah, the only variant I ever really wanted was the Lex Luger in the orange trunks. Uh, same. Yes, that was, same. That was like the only variant I ever cared about. Yeah, same. So, okay, now I'm holding the Andre. I just picked it up. Okay, so we're going to do Andre points of articulation. Man, you know what? Turn the box around, Scott. Okay. Compare the picture, the live picture of Andre in the bottom right. Yep. Flip it back around, and you can look at any of those heads, and you can say, that's Andre. Yeah, especially the one on the far right. Yes, he's kind of got a smirk going on. He's kind of got the uh, right side of his mouth, teeth kind of showing. Yep. And with that belt, that belt has to be uh, taken into consideration. And the t-shirt, regardless if that's heel Andre or not t-shirt, that's more face Andre shirt, you got to take both those accessories into consideration along with the additional heads. 8-3. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be high on this thing, too. Um, In terms of, like, all of the Andres that have ever been done, and we can stick with heel Andre specifically, man, you know what? This is a 9.1 to me. You going 9-1? This is a 9-1. Look at every one of those heads. And you know what? I keep getting that flashback to seeing the Super 7 on Sunday and just comparing how good this is to how bad that is. Right. And you know what? I don't want to knock Super 7. I We're just comparing the Andres. No, not, that, that's bad, dude. They charge a premium for their figure. That thing's twice as much as this. But look at other stuff that they put out. Oh, the no, fun. I'm not knocking everything else. Just that Andre. I know, I know. But I don't want to bury him too much because they do give us a lot. Look at the ghost figure you got Shannon. Oh, outstanding, dude. Outstanding. Now, yeah, I'm not ripping Super 7 as a company at all. They give us great product. Yeah, their entire ghost line outstanding but their andres leave a lot to be desired and you're paying a premium for them so it's got to get called out when you can pay half of that and get this andre ultimate that's incredible yeah now if that andre now believe i have that first andre that super seven did and i love it it's one of my favorite andre figures maybe they're saving the cloth singlet for the coliseum collection possibly yeah because if he comes in blue trunks similar to the ljn but they give him a black singlet because eventually down the road, LJ and Grand Toys did make the, uh, the, the, black, singlet sh- Andre. the black singlet Andre. Just saying. Well, that's where it gets tricky. Do you do alternate legs in the package with Andre so that you can interchange the legs or you get both versions of Andre? So you do one head with the long hair, one head with the short hair. You've got the main figure with blue trunks on. Okay. And then you throw the black cloth singlet over it. Okay. And you've got the black boots on them, but you swap out the heads, take off the singlet, interchange the legs. I see what you're saying. And now you've got series one, Andre. That's a good point. I don't know if that's, that's a possibility, 
But that would be freaking badass if they could pull that off, dude, to give you two different versions of Andre in one figure. Yeah. That would be amazing. So I've got two more figures. Okay. Uh, next up is James Gunn. I'm sorry, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Wait, James Gunn? Yeah, Jan- the guy who directed Guardians of the Galaxy and who has taken over the DC Universe. Oh. You're not familiar with his work? You saw Peacemaker, right? Yes, he does an excellent job. That was James Gunn. Oh, yes. He also well, kind of looks like this Johnny Knoxville figure. I was also talking about John Cena as a uh, Peacemaker. He does an excellent job. <laughs> yes, John Cena does an outstanding. I mean, nobody could see him during the thing, but he did a great job. <laughs> uh, so, Jeff, while I'm talking about Knoxville, if you'd like to pick, pull up a picture of uh, James Gunn, you'll see why that was funny. Okay. So, Knoxville. Likeness is good. The outfit is perfect. It's actually kind of Andy Kaufman-esque. Holy crap, that does look like Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, it does, dude. It totally does. And he's even got glasses, too. Like so I that, know. Uh, I love the cape. I love the goggles. Again, the body type is very Andy Kaufman-ish. Another first time in the line. This one for me is 7.9. 7.9? 7.9. Yeah, I was thinking about 7, 7, 3, 7 4. Okay, on Knoxville? Yeah. Okay, so last up is uh, the best wrestler of all time, Kevin Owens. Uh, oh, I love the inclusion of his new tattoos also. That's awesome. I haven't gotten a KO figure in a while. Uh, love the tattoos. <laughs> it's intentionally hilarious, the Austin head. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It's intentionally hilarious. I've got to respect it. So then you can move over if you want a little more serious KO sculpt. They included the extra head in the package. Um, man, I really dig this KO. Body type is on point. The tattoos. And I'm going to picture this figure without the Austin 316 shirt and with the extra KO head on there to kind of give me a modern day look KO. Dude, this thing's awesome. 8.4. Well, good job, dude. I like your rankings. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's kind of cool to do this too. I don't get a ton of new figures. Um, like all in one shot like that. But man, I'll tell you that pile of loot from BBTS. Like I said, it's like Christmas every three months. Now, if you want to watch Scott open them, just go onto YouTube Live. <laughs> Scott will let everybody know. <laughs> it's a quick two-minute video, dude. We'll see. I- I'm in enough quick two-minute videos. Believe me. Uh, where are you going with that one, dude? Never mind. I don't want to talk about it. All right, all right. Um, back to Stockton Con. Got the Ultimate Edition Sergeant Slaughter signed. Not the variant. Scott has still owns the variant. Slaughter did sign it, and Scott, that was the first time you witnessing him signing an Ultimate Edition. Yes, correct. And so he was charging 60 bucks for his autograph, and when you pulled up with the Ultimate, his handler was like, that thing's 100 to get signed. And you were already expecting it. You already had the wallet out. You're like, I know... Handed over your 520s. The handler couldn't have been nicer. The Sarge couldn't have been nicer. I should have videoed him signing it if they had let me. I just I know that they get weird about cameras coming out when you didn't pay for a photo. So I didn't want to pull the uh, the phone out. But he signed it in red, white, and blue. And if you've got one of the Ultimate Editions from San Diego Comic-Con and Slaughter comes around, if you have the means to do it, I highly suggest going up to Slaughter, paying the 100 bucks, having him sign it, the way he dresses it up, and the time that he spends on it is worth the price of admission alone, trust me. 
there's a whole process and production that goes into Slaughter signing that thing too because he very has, much so he has red, white, and blue paint pens on his table. Yeah, he had his own. You didn't need to get yours out at all. Slaughter was prepared. Exactly. There's two camps. You either say, "Oh, it's ridiculous to get pay a hundred bucks for that autograph," or you're in the camp of like, "You know what? It looks gorgeous. I have no problem paying the hundred bucks for it." So yeah, I had no problem because I knew exactly what it was going to be. I was prepared for it. I knew what the cost was going to be. I, as you said, I pulled out the five twenties. Usually that's at a gentleman's church. This time it was for Sergeant Slaughter. Right. Yeah. And you didn't get a hundred ones back when you handed over your five twenties, which it kind of took me a second. I was like, Oh, Oh, that's right. We're paying for something. Never mind. <laughs> um, it was interesting. Now this is from Sergeant Slaughter and this is what he said. He said that Mattel sent him a San Diego comic-con, but when he received it, it was an empty box. There was no figure inside. Enjoy the artwork, sir. That's basically what he said. And that's what Slaughter told us was that he got, because I think he said he was going to give it to his grandson or his... His grandson or his granddaughter. Yeah, he was going to give them the figure to play with. Yeah. And when he received it in the mail and he popped it open, it was just the box. It wasn't... It was an empty box. Yeah. There was no figure inside. So we said we'd uh, reach out or KBW said he would reach out to Steve Ozer as part of his letter. Oh, he's going to include that in the letter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. He's redoing a lot of his letter. He's editing it right now. He wants to see what happens at San Diego Comic-Con to see if anything of his that he can line out, you know? Gotcha. You know, I'm wondering if he's going to add Chumbawamba's song, I Get Knocked Down But I Get Up Again, based on his employment at Mattel. Yeah, I could if see he's going to add that to his covers album. I don't know. He has, he's been really focused on the letter because he's, he's rereading it and he wants to see what comes in from San Diego comic-con because if anything, Ah. if anything in his letter is shown at San Diego comic-con, then he's going to delete it. And he's, that's satisfaction to him because he knows that Steve read his letter. Got it. Well, we'll see how that works out for KBW. We're always uh, filled in on on his adventures. Exactly. Exactly. So that was Stockton Con, and as I said, I picked up a bunch of cards. I didn't really get any toys. There wasn't really any wrestling figures that I I really, really wanted. No Cody, no Logan Paul. No, nothing like that. A lot we of heard the, people asking for him, though. Uh, Zeus and Hogan were the... Well, not actually Zeus and Hogan. That would be difficult to do. Yes. Uh, the Zeus and Hogan San Diego Comic Con from last year, a couple of booths had those, and they were pricing them at one. 140 160 I think okay. it was um some loose figures you know just your average wrestling figures no old school no has oh wait there was a Hasbro there was there two Hasbro. were Hasbros yeah I was waiting for you to mention those so there was two carded Hasbros the yellow cards it was Kamala and Crush which was interesting because Crush was priced at $100 Kamala was priced at 175 so Scott and I started kind of circling the booze to check and see what was there. And I brought up Wrestling Toy Tracker. Crush, the past few months, has been selling for about 150 about 150 bucks. So the guy had it priced too low by 50 bucks. The Kamala had been selling for about 96 bucks on average over the past three months. The guy had it for 175 so he had it priced way too high. Yeah, way too high. So there was no balance there if you were to buy them both. Correct. You would have ended up losing. I yeah. mean, not that you're literally buying to flip, 
But I mean, if you can make some money on something like that and buy newer stuff, you know, whatever. But yeah, it, the money wasn't there for it to make sense. And on top of that, the cards were perfect on those things. They were pristine, dude. They were, I almost pulled the trigger on the crush, but I can't, I just can't. Yeah, no, I got you. We've already got them anyway. Exactly. Uh, Scott, real quick, we are going to play blind reacts. We'll do it really, really fast. Okay. We're going to do Jack's classic two packs. Ooh. Blind reacts. Okay. So this covers all of the two packs. No three packs, right? Just strictly two packs. Just strictly two packs. Okay. Any two packs. Your first two pack from the Jack's classic line, the Hollywood Blondes. Mm. Those are good figures. And makes me mad that Mattel can't do a Pillman to go with the stunning Steve Austin. They kind of done a Pillman in that 47A or B, whatever it was. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Um, I'm going to put him in the middle. Let's go number three. Okay. Next one, the Russians. Ivan Koloff and Nikita Koloff. Yes. Ooh. They, di they did come up with the Russian flag in the background. They did. Man, that one is good, too. And it sucks not knowing what's on the rest of this list. Let's put the Russians at number four. Four, the Russians. All right. Number three, Strike Force. Hmm. You have Strike Force, right? I do. Are they handy to pull down and put them in front of the camera? I need to uh, remind myself. Let me see if I can reach back there. Do improv. Okay, I'll do improv. I'm trying to remember if Strike Force came with the jackets. I haven't seen that set in a long time. So that's why I need Jeff to pull it off of the wall. And I know he's got it signed by Tito, so he's being like... I'm watching him pull it off the wall. He's being super careful. I hope he doesn't drop anything else. Oh, skills. He didn't drop anything. Dude. Very good, dude. I was worried about you there for a sec. I was too. I'm 44, dude. I can't be climbing. Oh, there's a spider. Oh. It was probably <laughs> in the package. I think it was, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think it was in... Like, you, you disrupted his home. Dude, it's funny. So, th since this has been up on my wall... Tito Santana's trunks of yellow like he peed himself. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, they do have the... Okay, so one's got the jacket, one's got the shirt. Yep. Neither of which are removable. Correct. Okay. I've seen... Like, let me see Martel. Oh, man, that's a really good Martel. Does that come with two... Okay, it's got, it comes with two belts. Yep. Strike Force two belts. Okay. So, because I don't like my figures in entrance gear... That's not removable. That goes number five. Number five. Okay. Thank you for pulling that down. I couldn't remember that two pack for the life of me. Okay. I gotta get the spider out of here. It's, it's dead. I'll oh, eat is it for a dead spider in him. Uh, I think so. I'll eat it for protein. There you go. Okay. Next up, Andy Kaufman and Jerry Lawler. Oh, that one's good. You know what? I'm going to put that one at number two. Number two. Okay. And last one, Abe Knuckleball Shorts and Bobby Heenan. You son of a bitch, you did it again. But you know what? I don't mind putting something with Bobby Heenan at number one. <laughs> so for the first time in his life, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz gets the number one slot. So I just want to remind everybody that Scott's <laughs> favorite galoob was Tob Zink, and his favorite Jack's classic two-pack is Abe Knuckleball Shorts and Bobby Heenan. Can we say... Bobby Heenan and Abe Knuckleball Schwartz. 
Well, it was Abe Knuckleball Schwartz and Bobby Heenan. Yeah, we can flip it, though, for the sake of being number one. Because uh, Bobby Heenan is always number one. Greatest entertainer of all time. You know what sucks is uh, Tito Santana actually signed this Jack's Classic 2-pack. Is that completely gone? It is completely gone. It faded from the sun. Oh, man. So I'd have to have Tito and Rick re-sign it. Well, I never got Rick to sign it because he was supposed to sign it. He was supposed to be... Ew, a spider, dude. It's gross. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to scoop it up like when Peter Griffin was trying to get the frog out after he stabbed holes in its back. <laughs> like that. Um, Rick Martel was supposed to be in Orlando for WrestleMania 33, but he uh, never showed. He, oh. bowed, he bowed out of it. I had Tito sign it, but then, as I said, Tito's, uh, Tito's auto is gone now. And it was in Sharpie. It was in Sharpie. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully oh, wait. Martel starts doing more cons. I'm sorry. No, Tito signed it back in Newark for Big Time Wrestling in 2007 or 2008. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, I took it all the way to Orlando in hopes to complete it with Martel. Oh, you were taking him a spider as a gift. I guess so, dude. I don't know when that thing croaked. It makes you think there may be a bigger spider lurking around in the other classic Superstars 2-packs you have up there that killed that one. More than likely. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, all right, Scott, that is Blind Reacts. I thought I'd do a quick one, and uh, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz is your favorite one. All right. Bobby Heenan and Abe Knuckleball Schwartz apparently is my favorite. Tomato, potato, you know, whatever. <laughs> all right. Let's get over to the news. Scott, we are going to be doing a YouTube Live. Yes, we are, which is the reason for all of the testing earlier and the numerous mentions of YouTube Live. Yes, we have one coming up. Okay, and you want to go into it? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sorry. I thought you were taking that one. It's uh, going to be July 22nd, 8 p.m. Eastern for those in Pacific Time Zone. That's 5 o'clock for you. That will be p.m., not a.m. We're not morning people. Well, Jeff, you are. I'm not. Correct. It will be with Sean Ng of the KWK line. He and his team will be on the live stream in addition to a few very special guests. Drum roll, drum roll. Namely, Yoshi Tatsu and the one and only, possibly one of the greatest 90s gimmicks created, PN News. Can't wait. We will be discussing anything and everything pertaining to the KWK line. Again, Sean and his team going to be showing prototypes. They're going to be showing packaging. We get to talk to PN News. We get to talk to Yoshitatsu. They can tell us all about the experience of becoming a figure in the KWK line. Sean will have other news pertaining to the line as well, possibly a few surprises. But again, that'll be with Sean Ng and his team and Yoshitatsu and PN News and, of course, Jeff and myself, 722, July 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Please tune in and check it out because you know when things go live, pal, weird stuff can happen. Yeah, we can uh, make some off-the-cuff jokes that sometimes don't make it into the show, but hey, it's going to be live, so it's live, pal. <laughs> yeah, they're staying in this time. Yeah, good thing there's a 20-second delay on YouTube and have to yeah. fi find the edit button. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where's the sensor? Uh, one thing that we do want to bring up from the 
KWK page this past week, Mantar passed away. And everybody knows that Mantar was supposed to have a figure made. And this was put out from Sean. Sean says it's with a heavy heart that Mike Halleck, a.k.a. Mantar, has passed away. From my time working and talking with Mike over the last year, he was a no-nonsense, straightforward person and was honest as any man could be. We were just discussing about the overall presentation of his figure just a few days ago and his online appearance, which was supposed to be during the SDCC weekend. I am still in absolute disbelief that Mike just passed away. Words cannot describe how I'm feeling right now as I was supposed to be talking to him again this week. I hope he's in a better place, free of pain from the years of the punishing environment in the world of pro wrestling, and I do hope the family is holding up strong in this unfortunate period. Thank you for the memories, Mike. You'll truly be missed. Yeah, RIP Mantar and sending all the best to his family, of course. Well said, Sean. So I did want to bring that up. His figure is still coming. So just wanted to read that off from KWK's Facebook page. And Yeah, and there will be Mantar talk for sure on the 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern. Expect some, some conversations about the Mantar figure and about Mantar himself. All right, we're going to head over to Mattel, and Scott, the Cody Mattel Creations that just came out was on Ringside Collectibles, and it's gone. And it's gone. Look, I'm actually hearing two camps right now, and Scott and I were kind of talking about this before the show. There's a lot of people really going after Ringside, you know, oh, this was supposed to be Mattel Creations exclusive, you know, figure. Okay, yes, you're 100% correct. At the same time, this was up for 30 days ringside decided to purchase a bunch of them and now they see the FOMO that's going on and they went on and they priced it at 65 bucks, which is cheaper than you're seeing a lot of these ones on eBay, which is $20 more than what Mattel was charging. A lot of people are saying that ringside was scalping and you can look at it two ways. Yes, it was $20 more than Mattel creations, or they were coming in about 60 to $90 cheaper than what you're seeing on eBay and Mercari. These are both valid points that people are making. I am leaning on the camp of it was up for 30 days. They had every right to do it. It was made to order. Now, if they did that with the Ali, and we'll get to that in a second, spoiler alert. Now, if they did that with the Ali that's coming up this Friday, okay, I get it. I'm in, I'm on that camp. But this camp I'm in, Ringside did what they did, and you know I don't feel that they did anything wrong. Well, they're already gone. So obviously a lot of people that got in on that figure and they limited them for uh, four per person. Correct. Guaranteed a lot of those people that bought four are going to be flipping them. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. For possibly twice what they paid for it. Yep. And I mean, that's too bad. But, you know, I guess you're right, Jeff. It saved people money from having to go to the secondary market to get it. So hopefully if you were looking for one, you got one because I don't even know that they lasted an hour, to be honest with you. Scott, what camp are you in? Um, I think if something is going to be exclusive, let it be exclusive. Okay. It was exclusive to Mattel Creations. It probably should have stayed there. Um, not knowing RSC's intentions, if it was to help collectors or what. But I don't know. If it's exclusive, keep it exclusive. Okay. That's just It's weird to me when it goes somewhere else. So eh, yeah, that's just my opinion. If you're going to make it exclusive to Mattel Creations, keep it on there. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with not wanting people to get the figure. That's, that's not my point. If you're going to be exclusive to Mattel Creations, 
stay there. Don't let somebody else get it and sell it. They're Mattel's biggest online retailer, right? Correct. So, I don't know. I'm not trying to stir the pot here. That's just, it's strictly my opinion. They did what they did. I hope people got them for way less than what they were going to have to pay on the secondary market. So you've now got a Cody in your collection. I think that that's awesome. But it muddies the waters when you start getting into exclusivity. You know, it just, it's weird to me. So I would have preferred it just stay on Mattel Creations. If you missed out on the 30 days, like I did, I didn't get one on ringside either. It just, that's what it is. There'll be another Cody down the road, a possible ultimate that'll completely take the place of that one and I'll be a happy camper. But that thing was supposed to be exclusive to Mattel Creations and at the end of the day, it wasn't. And in addition, they got theirs before people who bought them from Mattel Creations got theirs. Really? Yes. There are people like, okay, how did this happen? I don't even have mine yet. And another online retailer selling them already? Like, it just, I don't know, dude. It was... It was kind of weird. Again, if somebody got one and they're it's saving them money and they're super happy to have them in the collection, I think that's awesome. Okay. Wow, I'm actually shocked by that. Yeah, there are people that still haven't gotten their Cody's and they're already up for sale on Mattel's biggest online retailer. Not a shot at ringside at all. You do what you're going to do. I just don't like when the exclusives, you know, if you say, oh, it's only available here for 30 days until it's not. <laughs> and it's available over here until they sell out. Again, that just muddies the water for me, and I don't really like it. Okay. Hey, as I said, there's two camps, and yeah, in my eyes, you're you're not wrong in either camp. I'm, I'm I guess I'm playing Sweden. Is this Sweden? You really that, are, dude. You're walking the line. Yeah, you're, but you're you're on the fence. But I do see more of the people that you know are on ringside side on this one. So, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Now, if Ringside gets a hold of this San Diego Comic-Con exclusive... Pitchforks and torches. Then there will be some pitchforks and torches. The San Diego Comic-Con exclusive for this year in 2023 is Muhammad Ali. And before I go any further, Scott, was your source correct? Yeah, that was it, dude. That was it? Okay. That was it, yeah. So you you saw the robe? Yeah, literally, I only saw the robe. And it had... It was that exact robe. It had Muhammad Ali on the back. Again, I, I couldn't say anything. I didn't know for sure. Uh, I'm super happy that that's what it is. Because, dude, this figure is absolutely, you know, fingers crossed. All the stars align. This figure's getting got. Yeah. I love this figure, dude. Like, being a Muhammad Ali fan, loving what he did in the past. And, you know, I feel like he was such a trendsetter. I cannot wait to get this. I love that he's in a WrestleMania one referee outfit. I love how he's in the boxing outfit. Uh, let's describe the packaging, how it's a open kind of like an open fold. It's like a booklet. Yes. Like a book. Exactly. And you got each figure on each side. Yeah. Posed. Posed. Yes, exactly. So you got Muhammad Ali standing over a Noki. Yep. And then on the other side, Muhammad Ali as boxer standing over a Noki. The other side is him holding up Hogan's hand at WrestleMania one as the referee figure. Yep. And that's the packaging. That's the design work for it. So does this open the door? I mean, we're going to get off topic a little bit here. Does this open the door for a Noki? Hold oh, on. There they are. There they are. God, you jerk. <laughs> you dumb. The rude crow. You dumb asses. <laughs> 
How many times do I have to fly in and say, if they're available to us, you jerks? You guys are assholes. I don't know why these crows are so rude. Uh, dude, I don't know. They're hella rude. They hate flying in the papers. Rude crows. Yeah, they are rude crows. They're hella rude. <laughs> Jeff, your hair looks stupid today. Thank you very much. I know it does. Jeez. I look like Conan O'Brien over here. I know. It does look stupid. Holy it's crap. Like triumph the insulting crow. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, who knows? I mean, maybe this next step is Tyson. We don't know what Tyson's exclusivity contract is to Storm. Yeah. But maybe this opens up Tyson. Maybe this opens up Pete Rose. Maybe there's so oh, much. Oh, man. Yeah. There's so much now that this opens up. And granted, a lot of people can say that Mr. T opened that door. True. Yes, absolutely. But... Maybe this is a nudge in the direction of celebrities, more celebrities. Logan, I hope so. Logan Paul was another person that kind of opened that door. So there's a Knoxville. lot of Knoxville too. Exactly. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of mishmashing of celebrity and celebrity wrestlers. I really hope so. Could you imagine next year if the exclusive for San Diego Comic-Con is a Pete Rose figure that you can also make of the San Diego chicken? Oh, <laughs> Okay, that might be gimmick infringement or something. Well, I mean, if you get the licenses to do them, oh, what's true. to stop you? True. I mean, of course, Tyson would be way more preferable. Well, actually, I don't know. <laughs> Pete Rose is the San Diego chicken. Oh, <laughs> man, that would be awesome. Like, you could basically have, like, the San Diego chicken body and just pop a Pete Rose head on it. Yes. Oh, it'd be so good. So many people with the canes out there, the figure photographers. That would be incredible. Um, one thing that I also wanted to put out there, a lot of people on Twitter right now are doing cards and figs. So they're posing a card with a figure. So for example, let's say there's a card of Carmela in her money outfit. They put it next to the Carmela in the money outfit that came out and they're calling it hashtag cards and figs. Okay. And they're posing it and taking pictures. If you guys are doing that, Send it on over. Tag us in it, and I would like to repost that. I think that's a great idea. Jordan Cassatt actually came up with the idea, and GBM took it and ran with it as well. So, nice. Yeah, if you guys are doing that, put that out there. I love the I love seeing the cards and figs thing going on right now. JB, or, uh, GBM could put his uh, autographed Becky card next to a Becky figure. Yes, he just got another Becky auto. Lucky man. A very, very lucky man. So anyways, yeah, use that hashtag on Twitter. I know I've been kind of MIA this past week. Work is, yeah, my heart's ready to stop, dude. It's been that bad, huh? Oh, dude, don't even get me started. Anyways. You sound like uh, um, Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon. You're too old for this shit. Exactly, dude. So, dude, you're in on the, the Ali figure, right? 100%. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be a limit. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, Two. It is limit of two, and it's 70 bucks a pop. Correct. Got it. Are you going to? Oh, of course. Okay. This was one of the reasons I didn't jump in on Cody, is because I knew that this charge was going to be hitting next week, and I'm like, okay, I think I would way rather have the LD figure than the Cody. Like, I, I know there's going to be more Cody's coming down the pipe. I don't know that we'll ever see another Ali figure in the Mattel line. That's a good point. That's a very good point. I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of figures that are going to be coming down the pipe in the following week. Oh, for sure. For sure. Not, not only just WWE figures. I think there's going to be other brands, too, that are going to be hitting your wallet pretty hard this next uh, week. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So luckily, I've got a contact that is going to SDCC. Okay. 
And G.I. Joe went and put out that they're going to be doing a Chuckles exclusive, only available there at the show. Oh. Not available online, unlike last year's Dr. Mindbender. Uh, but the one I'm really interested in, I'm passing on Chuckles, by the way. The one I'm really interested in is the uh, Nightfall Batman. Okay, which one's that one? Uh, it's a McFarlane special packaging, uh, special Batman figure. He's already done them before, but I guess this one is like, I didn't get that one. This one is just darker paint, I guess. Uh, okay. Really pops. Good looking figure. And that's going to be the exclusive for San Diego Comic-Con, only available there. So I asked my contact, hey, are you going? He said, yes. I said, dude, I have one request. And so he's going to be on the hunt for that one for me. Okay, nice, dude. Yeah, so hopefully I score that one. That's my only request for Comic-Con. Luckily, has or um, Mattel's not doing that. I'm very happy they're giving us the opportunity to buy it online. Uh, that figure is beautiful. I love the packaging, as you mentioned, Jeff. You open it up, that book kind of style opening. You've got two different shots. One as a boxer, one as a ref. They've included Anoki. They've included Hogan. Everything about it is beautiful, which is what you'd expect from a Comic-Con exclusive from Mattel now. They keep, every year you're like, there's no way they can raise the bar. And what do they do? They raise the bar. I have read people kind of poo-pooing on this one. Not me. It's, it's not going to appeal to everybody, but you are good if you are in on this. You're going to be competing with the boxing collectors. So get your browsers ready June 21st because you'll want to be in on this thing. If, you're gonna, if you want one, cue it up. Okay, get okay. signed in and get ready. I actually have an idea. Let's play over-under. How long until Mattel Creations is sold out of Muhammad Ali? It's going to be seconds. Let's put the over-under. Are we Okay, you say seconds. Do you want to say... I'm going to say a minute 15. Um, if you don't have them in your cart and in checkout within 45 seconds, you're not getting them. Okay, so I said a minute 15. You said 45 seconds. So I'm saying we'll 45 seconds. Okay, so you want to meet in the middle, say it's going to sell out in a minute? In a minute. Okay. One minute over under. Um, One I, minute. Well, since I said a minute 15, I'll take the over, but it's not going to be by much. I'm, I'm sticking with a minute, dude. Okay. Got it. I just, I remember how last year was with that Hogan and Zeus and feeling the panic and the fear oh, as yeah. it was like sitting there spinning, waiting to check you out. And oh, I'm like, please do not take these out of my cart. And then you start to go onto social media and people are like, they ripped them out of my cart. They're gone. You're like, no. But then. It magically goes through. There is much rejoicing. Um, hoping to have good luck again this year. Okay. All right. Yeah, you seem to have had good luck because you also got the Sergeant Slaughter. Lucky. But, and remember, that was the year we were competing with G.I. Joe collectors. This year, we're competing with boxing collectors. Got it. So okay. it's it's going to be a hot figure, dude. Okay. All right. A uh, couple quick questions from the Wrestling Figs message board. Steve is preparing for San Diego Comic-Con, so he's not... He wasn't on there that much. First question comes in from Wu-Tang is for the children. <laughs> Wu-Tang? Weren't they part of the Chappelle show? Racial draft? Racial draft? Yes, they were. Okay, that's right. That's right. <laughs> they were. God, that was another great skit. I'm not going to go into details, but yes, they were part of that skit. Yes. <laughs> but they were uh, selected to a different race. <laughs> they were drafted. Uh, they said no image of Muhammad Ali on the sides of the SDCC box. Incredible artwork on the front and back, though. This will be the first box in the Ultimate line to not include this. I have no quarrels with it. Just wondering what the thought process was going into it. 
He did say, incredible job on the project. Can't wait to get a couple. Steve said, ultimate edition spine images are on the shipper like Coliseum collection. Next question comes in from Brother Love. The Brother Love? Yeah. He has a figure coming out. He does. He does. Brother Love said, and he has a heart emoji next to his name. Brother Love says, hey, Steve, hope all is well. Oh, he already failed. He completely screwed up. Yeah. It should have been, hey, Steve, I love you. Uh, He should start his questions off with that every single time. A hundred percent. Yeah. Brother Love said, hey, Steve, hope all is well. I know you and the team are excited for SDCC. Question about the revealed exclusive. Bill has shared images on his Instagram with Ali containing the Navy socks. Okay. We're getting into socks now. Okay. (laughs) Guys, come on now. Socks. Socks. Like, you want to just talk about Boombas all the time and Pumas? and so We're talking about socks. He's like, I don't like the fact that he's wearing socks. I wanted to see his feet. <laughs> and, and can you put him on Feet Finder? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> can we start an OnlyFans for the Ali figure? Uh, whereas the promotion video with the bull and packaging designer, as well as all the other video and images show the Red Sox. Any insight to what will be released? Well, I hope it's not Red Sox because they suck. I see what you did there. Steve said, black striped socks on the final product. Boom, We're short and sweet to the point. Talking about socks. This, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, now, well, now I'm curious, who wore short boots? Now I'm looking at socks on my goddamn figures that are up on the wall. Uh, nobody's wearing socks. Let's see. My Knoxville figure has socks on, I think. Okay. Yeah, those are socks because he has the uh, like the red Converse high okay. tops, like the Chucks. See, brother, love, you got us talking about socks. Yeah. We're we're talking about goddamn socks on this. We're so nitpicky about socks. Yeah. You know what though? Let's 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 change direction. Let's let's get positive. Let's talk about the belt that came with that Andre Elite again. Oh god, and how isn't it? gorgeous that thing is. And if you look at it, it looks like the leather is extended, too, so it can yes. fit around Andre. Just kind of like what they did also for Andre himself. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Beautiful title belt. Let's focus on that. Let's get positive. You, you know you know what that Andre doesn't have? The ultimate? Yeah. Um, Socks. Uh, there you go. Yes, yeah, sorry. I had to... <laughs> Way to bring it back to negative, dude. Although... Now that I'm looking, I think my Davy Boy and Dynamite Deluxe Classics have socks on because they were used to wear the wasn't it like the red and blue socks, the striped socks around the around the calf area. Was it? Were they higher than the wrestling boots? I thought so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You're the one with the figures, not me. Well, it's tucked behind my stand-up desk. So, anyways. I see. Yeah. Who Strike, wants to go through all that? Strike Force doesn't have socks. Of course. All right. Anyways. Hey, do you remember when they lost at WrestleMania 4 and you cried? You son of... You had to bring that up, huh? Yep. Of course you did. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about socks anymore, though. And you were laughing, too, as I was crying. <laughs> I really was. You were such a jerk, dude. I really was, dude. You were ha- crying. Yeah, because you were happy Demolition won. Yes, I was. Yeah. Even Macho winning the title didn't even save that WrestleMania for me. It's the best WrestleMania of all time. It's the worst WrestleMania. A lot of people think it's because Macho Man won. Nope. It's because Strike Force lost. 
Jerk. Horrible. <laughs> Worst WrestleMania ever. <laughs> okay, I can't go that far. I'm sorry. No, you really can't, dude. It's the best Mania. That's not the best Mania. It is. It is. All right. Scott, no nostalgia this week because we're going a little bit long, but we do have some listeners. So what do you say we jump into the listener segment? Let's go talk to them. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen to the listeners. Scott, during break, I had to go get a hat on because those damn crows got me all self-conscious about my hair. Yeah, they're hella rude. Dude, the rude crows, man. Holy crap, they're assholes. They should get canceled. Crows don't care, dude. Yeah, you're right. They don't care about cancel culture. Yeah, the rude crows are like, screw you. Yeah. Cancel us. We're just going to fly back with more papers. Yeah, and we're going to shit on your car, too. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, Scott. First question comes in from Justin Summers. He did say, fun fact, I recorded this in January and accidentally sent the wrong file that week. Oops. Yep. So let's see what he's got to say. Hello, Scott. Hello, Jeff. This is once again, Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers with my bi-weekly question. You know, we've all been wrestling fans for a number of decades. So we've seen a lot of things come out in professional wrestling, merchandise-wise. Figures, toy belts, albums, shirts. And if you think... All the way going back to the 80s, I mean, that's a lot of things. But not everything can be remembered. Not everything could be top of the line. Instant classic. Some things come and go. So I want to know, is there anything in professional wrestling, any merch, something like that, that you kind of wanted to get your hands on, but you didn't for whatever reason? And because of it not being a, a popular item can't really find it online or you can't go out and buy as easy as something. There's one thing that has been on my list for years and I wanted it as a kid. It's a shirt. Cause that's the whole thing with this, whether it was going to shows or opening up WWF magazine and seeing the catalog in the center and like flipping through it. Like some of those things just didn't go too far. I remember seeing this shirt on WWF live wire And I don't think I've ever seen anybody with it in person. But it is none other than a Kane shirt. Where on the front you have his, like, logo that's, I think it's supposed to be made of ash with a cross in the middle. And on the back it says, kiss my ash. My parents would not let me get that when I was younger. And now that I'm an adult, I can't find one in my size. Very sad. What do you guys got? I will... Take my answer off the air after you have your Jeff spader neutered later. So since this was made back in January, is this back to the future? Like, like Justin is sending something to us in the future. Yes, that is correct. Okay. All right. All right. I thought so. Um, You know, what's funny is I actually remember that kiss my ash shirt. Oh, you do remember it. The WWF catalog was like our thesaurus, our Bible. Yes, for sure. Every magazine that came out every single month, you were looking for changes, new stuff. Absolutely, it was. New shirts, whatever it may be, you were looking at it. Like, you were scouring it. Totally. Um, It's funny, too, because when we got the WWF magazine every summer, you would get it in the mail in June. And you would have that sucker read front to back, cover to cover, once or twice. 
by the first four or five days and then you're ready for the next one. You're like, oh, crap, I've got to wait three weeks. Yep. And then you'd get to the merchandise and you're like, man, there's only 38 Stone Cold shirts available this month. This sucks. I was hoping for 42. But I could go to Macy's and buy all these knockoff ones that (laughs) are ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. That kind of said WWF authentic, but wasn't like really WWF authentic, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's like saying, that's like mom saying, we have WWF at home. (laughs) You're like, yeah, but mom, none of these shirts say ass (laughs) or suck it. Yeah, it was like the the shirts that were at Macy's or J.C. Penney's back in the you know the heyday, you know of the yeah. bit of Taker, Stone Cold, Rock, all that stuff. That was like ordering off Wish. Exactly, exactly, hundred percent. Uh, one shirt that I wish that would have come out that didn't come out was the Sinkara Dong shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh, placement. Sinkara Dong shirt. How appropriate. <laughs> How that was taken down so quick because the internet roasted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Why did you guys have to say anything? Wait until everybody gets theirs and then roast it. That way we could like completely dress up an entire section for WrestleMania of just wearing that shirt. Yes. You know what? We should have somebody just print that shirt on Etsy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, there is one thing that was ridiculous that I wanted to get, but we went to Stockton con and we met up with some friends or is it Lodi con? It was one of the two. It was one of those cons out there, but we met up with some friends, Cody and Landon and Cody and I actually kind of separated from you and Landon real quick, Scott. And we went to a booth and at that booth, they had WWF cookie cutters. Ah, Yes. I looked at the cookie cutters. Now, granted, Cody saw them first. He asked about them and he kind of held them in his hand. And I was hoping he wasn't going to buy them. Because you were going to snatch them up. I was going to snatch them up so quick, dude. <laughs> and Cody's all, I don't need a cookie cutter. You're like, yeah, you're right. You don't, dude. Put them down. And then he goes, or do I? Uh, and, he had, and he ended up buying them. And I was like, oh, and I go on to eBay and they're like three times the price that it was at the toy show. Of course. So the cookie cutters is one thing that I wish I would have gotten. That's obscure. Uh, there was always those shampoo bottles. There's a Bret Hart shampoo bottle or some type of bottle similar to a shampoo bottle that's out there. That yeah. is, is always expensive every single time that I go to uh, where I see it on eBay or Macari or whatever, whatnot. And the last one I wish that they would redo. And when I mean they, WWF, I wish they would redo posters. Yes, 100% yes. There's a lot of iconic posters that were made back in the mid to late 80s. Yep. And carried on until mid 90s, early mid 90s. And there were a lot of iconic posters and specifically the macho man standing on the turnbuckle pointing that one. I wish I could hang up, dude. I wish I still had that 85 Hogan where he's standing there and he's got the, the belt before the 86 belt. That's our favorite. Right. Right. And it's got like the black background, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like him in an arena and it's just a black background. Yep. hundred percent. I wish we had that. I wish we were able to get, those posters back. There's a lot. There's a Bret Hart one where he's standing in front of Canada or something like that. Oh yeah. Where he's got the boots and the jeans on. I just assume it's Canada. I'm going to just say it's Canada. (laughs) 
Yeah, the the mount that little mountain in the back of that poster is Canada. That's just Canada, right? That mountain is specific. I mean, it could be Idaho, but no, it's Canada. It's Canada because yeah. it's Brett. Of course, it's Canada. Exactly. So, anyways, I wish posters would also come back. So for me, I've got a couple. Uh, the LOD squirt heads. Oh, good call. Those were ridiculous, and of course, I passed on them because why in the hell do I need WWF squirt guns? as a late teenager, but I did same reason I passed on the wrestling buddies. I did need them in my life. I just didn't know it. And 49 year old me looks back on like 16, 17 year old me. It's like, what the hell's the matter with you? Go to the <laughs> store and buy them. What's wrong with you? So I kind of wish I had the LOD squirt heads. I wish I had bought the wrestling buddies. I mean, luckily we've been able to complete that collection since, but still wish I had bought them. Then uh, the first issue of WWF magazine, Oh, oh, wait, our first or the very first? No, the very first. Okay. And also the Raglan style British Bulldog shirt from 1987 that had the Union Jack on it, the red sleeves. I wish I had that shirt. So technically I do have that shirt. Uh, Yeah, I think Pro Wrestling Tees sells that shirt, right? Pro, Pro Wrestling Tees t- it, I actually really like it. I love the three three and three quarters sleeve. Yeah, it's my favorite style of shirt. I have a bunch of those, and I wear them all the time during the fall and the winter. I think you should get it, dude, because I think... But does it like... say British Bulldog or British Bulldogs? Dogs. It is plural. It is plural. Okay, that might have to be a gift to myself then, because I always kick myself for not getting that one. It's like one of my favorite shirts ever, and that's one I wish that I had. Yeah. So there's those are just some things. Um WCW had some random shirts back in the day that I wish I would have picked up too. Like there was a rock and roll express shirt that was like, so it was so obscure, but I wish I had it because I was a huge rock and roll express rock and roll express fan. So, so yeah, there's a dusty, uh, dusty roads. I wish I would have gotten the dusty roads shirts. Uh, NWA, there were soda cans as well. I think it was it squirt or one of those like type of sodas. They did NWA soda cans. Yeah. And they also did uh, like Slurpee cups, Mm -hmm. which you can still find on eBay today. I mean, they go for quite a bit, but yeah, that's just those, those random items that you see and you're like, man, I wish I had those in the collection. Could you imagine what the soda tasted like now? Oof. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) From like 1985, 86, almost 40 year old soda. Mmm. You know what, Scott? I actually owe the listeners an apology right now. I what just did you re- do no. This is my bad. I forgot to put it in the notes. I accept full responsibility. There was actually a Jazzware Sting exclusive too that is going to be revealed for San Diego Comic Con. Oh yes, you're right. Sting we forgot will, about Jazzwares. Sting will come in a coffin and he has the uh, kind of a different type of face paint. I owe the listeners an apology. I forgot to put that in the news, so I take full responsibility and accountability for that. Eh, eh, it's not that great. Like, are they the, even trying? It's San Diego Comic-Con. Come on. The Sting? Yeah, dude. No, it's badass, dude. Can they gotta... not do Surfer Sting? Uh, good question. I mean, really, is that the reason? I don't know. No, it's fine. Okay, but like, it's it's nothing that blows you out of the water. You're like, oh, man, that's cool. Like, if Jazzwares had done Surfer Sting for Comic-Con, that's a wow factor. Like, wow, you guys finally did Surfer Sting. That's awesome. Let's compare it to all the other ones that have come out and see if it's any better, any worse, blah, blah, blah. That would have been a wow factor. But this one, I mean, my opinion, I'm just kind of like, eh, 
okay, another Sting. Jazzwares done. Like, Sting's turning into Cody Rhodes in their line. Like, they just keep doing a lot of Stings. Like, here's another one. I don't know. Just the wow factor is not there for me. And okay. maybe that's because Mattel set the bar so high. I will say this for any Sting fans. I do see why they would get excited about this one because it is, I think it's, I think it's cool. And I love Sting. You know, dude, it's one of my favorites growing up. I, I love Sting. But it's just, an, it's another black and white face painted Sting from Jazzwares that had they done Surfer Sting, would have been like, sweet, dude. Right on, <laughs> finally. I get it. Justin from 2023 of January, thank you for your question. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, time traveling, Justin. Tell Marty McFly and Doc Brown to make another DeLorean. 1.21 gigawatts. And also, while you're back in time in 2023 of January, make sure that you pick up an aircraft carrier from G.I. Joe. Yes. Yes. Yeah, everybody needs one of those. Yes. Actually, the prices were probably higher in January of 2023. Oh, they've come down in price? A little bit, yeah. It, it seems like the G.I. Joe market is cooling. Uh, how much did it come down out of curiosity? Well, I don't know. I haven't been tracking the aircraft carrier specifically. I just mean the G.I. Joe toy line in general, like the three and three quarter inch, especially is, is really cooled. Okay. Yeah. Right. Good to know. Justin, thank you very much, Scott. Last question of the week comes in from Josh Thompson. Josh says, Hey, Jeff and Scott JT here with that bi-weekly submission this week, boys, I'm going to be giving you my predictions for what figures we're going to be seeing at SDCC from Mattel. I'm not sure when this is going to be read, so I'll just state up front that this message is being typed and sent on the 7th of July, so after Mattel's reveals at London, but before SDCC. Oh, Josh Thompson's also back to the future type. This is a time-traveling episode, apparently. So he's writing this on July 7th. Okay, so if you go this back... It's like the Flash in, movie. Yeah, so that was six days ago. So, JT, if you're back in time, please... Tell Doc Brown and Marty McFly <laughs> to make another DeLorean. Just kidding. <laughs> something, something about an aircraft carrier. Yeah, something, something. Hit up a Toys R Us. Right. <laughs> I'm also only sticking with Mattel as I don't really have any predictions for Jazzware other than Kota Ibushi figures, if possible, if he shows up to Blood and Guts on July 19th. Right off the bat, I think this year's SDCC surprise is going to be a two-pack of Jerry the King Lawler and Andy Kaufman. That would be cool. Jerry's already had a new figure confirmed, meaning he is available for Mattel to use. And I feel a recreation of the two-pack Jack's made of Andy and Jerry is something Steve and Bill would jump at the opportunity to do. We will be getting a WCW stage. It's going to be heavily watered down, though. So he's saying that we are going to get a WCW stage. Just kind of figure it's going to be basic. Got it. It'll be like playset style, not collector style. I predict and believe we will be seeing more Harley Race and Captain Lou figures with both getting a figure from when they were a manager and a wrestler. Okay, so a Harley manager. I like that. That'd go good next to Vader. Oh, wait a second. What about a Harley Coliseum collection? That would work. Although we're getting the King Harley coming out pretty soon. So doing those two Kings together, eh. it's the same figure. Yeah. So unless you're going cloth, good Kate, which as we've discussed that look figure, that poly pocket style works so well on it. Maybe pump the brakes on that one for a while. Okay. Who would yeah. you, who would you pair him with? Who would you pair Harley with? Yeah. Cause they don't have the rights to Haku. And remember from what Steve said, it has to be an a plus player, right? 
Well, technically, is Harley an A-plus player? In my opinion, yes. I don't know what Mattel's opinion would be. Okay. Because let's go over who we've gotten so far. We've gotten Hogan and Funk. Obviously, Funk is the A-plus player in that one. Oh, JYD. Hmm. He did have a feud with JYD. Yes, but again, we did just... I mean, not like super recently, but within the last year, year and a half, we had that JYD, as we talked about last week, that Legends figure, that's fairly recent. So, you could do that. And then that's another homage that we had talked last week also about Steamboat and Savage in a Coliseum collection. Mm -hmm. If you did Harley and Junkyard Dog, there's another WrestleMania 3 match you're throwing together. Exactly. Yeah, you could do that. You could do Harley and Junkyard Dog. Harley and Brain makes a lot of sense. That does make a lot of sense right there. But... Man, I don't know. What I Harley and Hacksaw? Oh, good point. Good point. You could do Hacksaw. You could also do Haku if you had the rights to him. Yep, but you'd have to have the rights to him. Yep, but then Haku, you can't do him in his king outfit. You have to do him in the Islanders outfit. Uh, I'm pretty sure you could change it. Have like swappable waist or something. Because they did have the prototype as the king. Correct. So yeah, I guess that would count, right? Okay, so there are some options there for Harley for sure. But you're right. I think with the with the Elite being re-released, maybe you put that one off a little bit. I would yep. love to see Manager Harley race. That's a great call. Harley's wrestling figure will be when he wore the red and blue entrance jacket. Nice. And may come with the NWA belt. <laughs> I don't think they can do it. If WWE's marketing staff pull a forbidden door deal with NWA, hope Harley's figure not coming with that won't be a deal breaker for too many, as I feel Mattel will knock it out of the park in every other area. His manager figure will be a Build-A-Figure, with figures in the set including Tommaso Ciampa, when he wore a similar entrance jacket to Harley and Big Bad Vader. I like it. I think that's a great idea and a good way to fit in manager Harley. Captain Lou's manager figure will be based off when he was in the WWE in the 90s managing the Samoans. Wasn't that the 80s? Uh, no, I think he's talking about the head shrinkers. That's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he did manage the Samoans in the 70s, 80s, but it was the head shrinkers in uh, the 90s. He said that we will be getting a hillbilly gym elite, which I'm all for. Ooh, I would take that for sure. We will have confirmation that headbanger figures are coming down the line, which they did sign that nostalgia deal. I bet you we see photos of them at Comic-Con. Then likely. Yeah. He said, here are the elites that we'll see. Carmelo Hayes. I'm all for that. Adam Pierce. Andre Ch- Andre Chase. I never even thought about it. Good idea. New Bronson Reed figure. New Cameron Grimes figure. Dexter Loomis. Drew Golock. Giovanni Vinci. <clears throat> not, I don't know. There's something missing. I know you don't watch NXT, but I'm not the biggest fan of the Gi- Giovanni. Anyways. We got to be seeing a Grayson Waller figure. The, yes. Excellent call. New Carrying Cross figure. L.A. Knight. Ludwig Kaiser, Luke Gallows and Anderson, Wade Barrett, neither announcer gear or wrestling gear, and new War Raider figures. Those are the elites he's predicting. Okay, so our our LOD just completely off the table. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what I'm starting to think, dude. And I'm hoping Power Town picks them up. Everything about Power Town right now is just hitting with me. And if I've got to throw the Road Warriors out to somebody to make them. Like, this is kind of wish list territory. It's going to be Power Town. 
Um, and as far as the NWA belt, I know JT had mentioned that one. Powertown is doing the NWA belt on the upcoming Cardona figure from the Cardona and Myers 2-pack. So I don't know that Mattel has the rights to do that one. I think that's that's pretty much under Powertown's umbrella right now. Thank you, JT, for your question. And uh, if you're back in time right now to July 7th, make sure you pick up, go to Toys R Us, pick up LJNs. <laughs> yeah. Six days ago, Toys Six R Us had ago. LJNs. Let's think about what we learned on this show. We have asshole crows that fly in that carry Steve papers all the time. Right. Very insulting. We have people worried about socks. Yep. And Scott's favorite Jack's two-pack is Abe Knuckleball Shorts and Bobby Enid. And we've got two listeners capable of time travel. Yes, exactly. It's been quite a show. We've been all over the board, but that's what we do in an hour and a half show. And then something about the, the OnlyFans for the Muhammad Ali figure's feet or something like that? Yeah, Feet Finder. It's been fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> Feetastic. <laughs> feet. <laughs> oh, man. I love this community. All right, let's round out the show. <laughs> the Feet Finder community? Well, those two. <laughs> those get my hard-earned dollar. Oh, what? No. Your hard-earned dollar? Oh, no. Here come the crows. <laughs> you <Great>. sick freak! <laughs> get a haircut! And put your money towards a haircut, you sick freak! <laughs> Stop buying cards. Get a haircut. <laughs> GBM about cards. God. <laughs> God damn it. These crows, I swear. <laughs> All right. We've got to round out the show. We got to get out of here. We got a long week next week because we got a long show next week. A couple of shows next week. Yeah. Get ready. There's there's going to be stuff. We want you guys to check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, they show you the three-month average of LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's Just Toys, Bend of Defining Moments, and Retros. I was using them on that Crush and Kamala this past week as Stockton Con. So if you're in the hunt for any of those figures, check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Let's head on over to Breaker and Bane's Power Hour over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. They do wrestling talk, toy talk, and a lot of just general talk. That's all over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Also check out Rumble Wheel, where they were discussing, well, a couple weeks ago they were discussing promos in wrestling, which were hilarious. Breaker and Daniel Cross, both being in the business, had some funny, funny stories to go along with that. So give that a listen if you can. Also, check out Breaker and I on the TB Toycast. Breaker was in Disney World this past week, so we didn't have a show. He dropped a bonus show. But we'll be back at it this upcoming week on Thursday, so check that out, the TB Toycast. All right, also check out our buddies over at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric, and check out their Facebook group. A lot of funny memes going on there and a lot of information as well going on over at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Check out the Stolen Gimmicks show as well with Jordan and Joe, one of my favorite go-tos as soon as it drops. Uh, Scott, have you heard any reviews? Because they were talking with Handsome Zach. They were talking with Handsome Zach about, for wait, uh, what's the new video game that came out for me? Oh, Fight Forever. The Fight Forever game? Have you heard any reviews regarding it? Good and bad. It seems like kind of middle of the road. But definitely seems like one that I would play for, I don't know, a couple weeks and then kind of lose interest in it. Kind of like I do with the WWE games. 
So okay. I think I'm passing on it. Okay. Well, the good thing is, is if you buy it, you only have to buy it once, but there's a lot of downloadable content that keeps continuing coming out. Yes. So you support them by continuing to buy the downloadable content. Correct. Yeah, I got you. And then they'll release patches to fix bugs and all that good stuff. But yeah, for me, you've really got to be solid to top the baseball game that I'm playing to cut <laughs> into that. Because, again, I don't get a lot of time to play video games, but when I do... It's all about that baseball game. So, I mean, you have to be top-notch. But I do hear that there are callbacks and similarities to the big four, the original, the THQ games. So uh-huh. that's definitely good, working in their favor. It's one of those, if Blockbuster was still around, I'd go rent it. Okay. Yeah, just to test it out and play it. Like, I want to play it, just to, to kind of see. But I've, I've heard good and bad, but nothing horrible to the point where I would never buy it. It could be one of those Black Friday deals where... They discount it like, you know, 40%, 50%, and I'll probably jump in on it because, hey, you know, 30 bucks for a game, that's not too, too bad. 25 whatever, that's not too, too bad for a game I'm only going to play for a little while. So I'll probably get it come Black Friday. Joe and Jordan both said that they played it, and at first they really liked it, and then after a while I was like, oh, okay, that was... It was cool, but like it didn't. Hold, I'm almost say they it didn't hold their attention for that long. It's like fruit stripe gum. Yes. Yeah, fruit exactly. stripe is great for like thirty five seconds. Yes. And then you're like, this sucks. I need another piece. <laughs> well, check out the stolen gimmicks podcast. Also, check out the Chick Foley show with Sesh, Sheena, and Marco. Also, another Jordan that sits in with them. Check out Wrestling Cheers. Thank you, Justin, for your question. And enjoy the uh, joy January of 2023 while you're back there. <laughs> Build a DeLorean, man. <laughs> Invest in Bitcoin. Hopefully he doesn't encounter Dark, J- dark Justin in his travels. <laughs> Remember, dude, if you kill a butterfly, guess just know that there's going to be a lot of future implications. Yes, exactly. Also, check out... RJ over at Ringside Rant and his side project, Reffing It Up. We got Rucker and EJ over at Boots of the Face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. Check out In the Marbles pod. We're halfway through the NASCAR season. And fun to keep up with that season going on and listening to Ethan and Soda talk about NASCAR. So check out the In the Marbles pod. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History? Yep, give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. We did a Twitch this past week. Uh, we're using the recording to drop the show, which is matches that we wish had happened that could have happened. It wasn't fantasy booking. These are matches that could have happened but did not. And so Eddie, Adam, and myself each picked three. That was our show that dropped this past Friday. So if that interests you at all, check it out. Because we're drunk wrestling history where we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. I thought you guys were twitching like you're tweaking on something. Oh, like literally having a twitch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's... Well, I mean, you know, you drink too much. Sometimes that does happen. But uh, just a little spoiler alert. One of my matches was Undertaker versus Sting at WrestleMania play button. Missed opportunity. Yep, exactly. And that's what the whole show's about. It's not a fantasy booking. Like Eddie said, we're not sitting here saying we wish we had Bruno San Martino versus CM Punk. This is literally <laughs> like matches that could have happened. Guys were in the territory at the same time. Just for whatever reason, it never came to pass. Got it. 
All right, and check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And again, also check out Trivia with Buds, where you can hear our questions over there. And it's a fun 12-minute podcast. It's it's boom, bam, done, in and out. Like Scott said earlier, like his two-minute videos. I don't want to talk about that. All right, sorry, sorry. Scott, roll call. Going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. Jason Wolf, that's W-U-L-F. Check out his social medias at The Art of Jason Wolf. Custom Hasbro figures, does a great job on those. Artwork, you tell him what you want, he makes it happen. He's like a magician. The dude's awesome. That's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. And of course, Jeff, I got to throw it out to Wrestling Figure Database. We didn't do nostalgia this week, but Dylan over there at Wrestling Figure Database does the Lord's work. He does an incredible job with that website. 99.3% of all wrestling figures ever created are on that site. I could be exaggerating few more, little less, whatever. Dylan does great work over there, wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. Smash that donate button. Support what that man is doing. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. All right. Scott, it is time for us to head off to San Diego Comic-Con in our heads. Not literally, yeah. We'll sit here and wish we were going to San Diego Comic-Con. It's in our heads that we're going. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're not actually going we like to go maybe one of these days i keep hearing a lot of people that have been going for a long time they're just over the crowds yes it is massive that's what she said (laughs) (laughs) no i've i've talked to a few people that have gone numerous numerous times throughout the years and they're just like it's not as fun as it used to be when it was just like you know walking around disneyland now it's like walking around disneyland on Christmas or Disneyland and Christmas break or something like that. Yeah. You're shoulder to shoulder and the place is just packed and it's definitely become a lot more popular than it was in years past. So yeah, good luck getting a ticket also. Yeah, exactly. All right, Scott for episode 390. Anything else? Yep. Don't forget July 22nd, 8 PM Eastern YouTube live with Sean Ng and his creative team from KWK. Also, Yoshitatsu, PN News, Jeff, myself, figure reveals, all sorts of fun. Expect some surprises. It's going to be a good time. YouTube Live, July 22nd, 8 p.m. Eastern. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig License 2016. And happy toy hunting. To thank everybody for listening to episode 390. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. With the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.